Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You can now support Ghost Maps on Patreon and buy our official merchandise on Redbubble. Simply look for We Are Hantu or click the links in the description. Ghost Maps. Entry 25. Sam Leong Road, Singapore. Linda tells me that she likes things simple. This is why she prefers to meet at a Kopitiam in Woodlands on a late Sunday afternoon instead of one of the bigger coffee house chains. It's why her days are meticulously scheduled and planned out, right down to these two hours that she set aside for me in a section on her phone's calendar that she's marked as ghost story. It's why she doesn't date, and most importantly, it's definitely why she went into accounting. Yes, it's not the sexiest career, she says, with a knowing smile but it's a job I don't need it to be sexy I need it to make sense and pay my bills it's that preference for simplicity and straightforwardness that made her encounter all the more unnerving though she tells me that she wasn't raised in a particularly superstitious household she never saw the appeal of horror movies or ghost stories. So, when the seemingly unexplainable started happening in her firm's shophouse office, her first instinct was to find explanations. Honestly, it was more frustrating than frightening, she says. It's such a cliche, but I really did believe that if I followed a set and clear path, I'd have a relatively problem-free life. This incident completely went against that idea. Before she goes any further, however, I switch my recorder on and ask her to start from the beginning. The shop house on Sam Leong Road was spacious enough to comfortably house a small accounting firm, although not spacious enough for Linda's liking. She'd find herself having to stop work in those first few days to entertain her colleagues who came by her desk for small talk or to invite her out for lunch. She would always decline in as friendly a tone as she could manage, not because it was the polite thing to do, but because she knew that she would need to rely on these same colleagues to do her job effectively. After a week or two, however, Linda would barely even put up any pretense and just waved her well-meaning co-workers away. It was about a month into a time with the company when she'd first overheard some of them talk about a shadow that they would see while on their evening smoke breaks. 
She reasoned that her colleagues needed some kind of juicy gossip, since the firm didn't have much in the way of office politics. All of that changed on a particular evening, when it was just her and her co-worker, Anne, working late. Anne had mentioned that she was popping out to meet her husband for dinner and asked if Linda wanted her to buy anything back. Frustrated with this particular client that she was dealing with, Linda rudely brushed Anna off. Can't you see that I'm busy? She barked. Anne's only response was to angrily slam the office door on her way out. Finally, Linda said to herself out loud, Some peace and quiet so I can finish up and go home. When she heard the second slam about a minute later, she assumed that Anne had returned, probably forgot a purse, Linda thought, rolling her eyes. But Anne never reappeared. Instead, there was a third slam. More curious than anything else, Linda headed over to the door. When she found that it was firmly shut, however, she reasoned that it must have been one of their neighbor's doors instead. The walls of these shop houses were pretty thin, after all. Linda had barely settled back into her work when she started to notice a creaking noise. She tried to ignore it at first, assuming it was just one of those sounds that you had to expect from these old shop houses. But the creak grew louder. She eventually realized that it was coming from above and looked up. The ceiling fan was tilted, not slightly, but at around a 30-degree angle. Linda tried to come up with a reason. Faulty wiring, shoddy workmanship, anything. But none of it made any sense. She was absolutely certain that the fan had never been tilted like that before. She knew precisely because of her firm grasp on logic that she had to admit to herself that this was just not logical. And that's when she heard the footsteps. Anne, she called out, a pleading tone replacing her earlier dismissiveness. The footsteps were coming from inside the office. There was no doubt about that. She saw a shadow approaching the main area from the door. And for a brief moment, she felt relieved. Oh, Anne, she called out again with a slight chuckle. Thank goodness it's you. How was dinner? No response. The shadow crept closer and closer. As it entered the main area, the horrible truth dawned on Linda. The shadow didn't belong to Anne. It didn't belong to anyone. Linda's hold on logic and reason went out the window. 
She panicked and scrambled out of the office as quickly and as quietly as she could, hoping not to get the shadow's attention. As she ran out the door, however, she heard a voice call out to her. A young woman, whose tone wasn't malicious. In fact, she sounded slightly confused, even scared. What are you doing in my home? Linda tells me that she had apparently experienced more in that one evening than not just any of her co-workers, but anyone else along that stretch of shop houses. A few of the other tenants had also seen mysterious shadows and heard a confused young woman asking about why there were other people in her home. These tenants called in a Taoist priest who said that the shop houses were haunted by a wandering spirit, a woman that had lived and died along Sam Leong Road nearly 70 years ago. The priest had blessed the shop houses and finally put the spirit to rest, Linda tells me. But my boss had insisted that no one should work alone in the office anymore. She adds that while she appreciated the gesture, she still refused to stay later than six, no matter what. It wasn't just that I was scared of what might happen, she tells me. It's also because, weirdly enough, this spirit almost felt like some kind of warning to me about the way I'd been living my life. She still tries to keep things orderly, but she has opened up just a little bit. She'll have lunch with her colleagues every once in a while and tries to be friendlier. Not just because of their usefulness. She socializes a bit more outside of work too and doesn't worry about the bills as much. I honestly wouldn't even have wasted my time talking to someone like you before, she says. No offense. I tell her, with a slight smile, that there's none taken. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now and follow us on social media at We Are Hantu. Ghost Maps is recorded on Audio Technica Mics. 